It's time for a beer this week. We sit down with Tommy Hawkins. 250 plus games, 550 plus gold. Not only a good bloke, but one of the most genuine people I've ever met. And I'm so proud to say he's one of my best mates. During the podcast, you'll hear his kids in the background. He was also on duty being a father whilst taking the recording. So thank you very much, Tommy. Whilst I'm thanking my guests, I may as well take this opportunity to thank my sponsors. No. No sponsors again. All right, then. It's now that time of day. It's time for a beer with Tommy Hawkins. Hawkins gets his moment now. And up towards Hawkins. One, two, three, four. He's got it. Hawkins in really good shape here. Can he take the mark again? The farmer from Finlay with a fetish for odd socks. From the boarding house to the big leagues. Please welcome Tom Hawkins. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tommy Hawkins, it's time for a beer. What have you been doing? I hear there is a bull on the loose, mate. Well, the, a, another paddock. I had him locked up in the yard, Zave, and uh, he's been there for because my fencing's no good. Um, he's been there for the last four weeks and feeding him hay, and I let him out, and then he got a uh, he got a um, a taste of the grass and got a bit of energy, and he decided to jump over the fences. So I'm back to stage one. <laughs> now, now he's got an hour to do as much damage as he wants, and then uh, and then I'll um, I'll get him uh, back in after this. So. I've actually, you'd be, um, you, I, I'd named the bull because he's the only only one on the farm. I've got 30 cows and yeah. um, I've actually named him Scoot after oh, uh, one of your ex-teammates and good friends. Yes. Scoot Selwood. Um, he's got a great bloodline, um, our bull, and um, he's just he's just not that good to look at. So. Well, if, if I, I know um, Scooter well, he won't, need the, he won't need the full hour from what's... Uh, <laughs> From what I've come to uh, come to learn, but so you've got how many cows in the paddock, and how many does the bull have a chance to try? Is the goal to have as many baby cows as you can? Yep, many calves. We we got thirty cows, so um, so that's he's got a. I should have he should have a six week window, but I'll leave him in there because it doesn't really matter too much. I'm not running a. Um, a really strict program, like say the old man would, or, yep. or uh, any other farmers out there. So, um, so that's 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 the way we operate. Now, mate, uh, you grew up in Finlay on on a farm. You, you say the farm you're on at the moment in Barrabool is a, a hobby farm, but for people like me who are city slickers, it's a, it's a monster. Tell us about growing up on the farm in Finlay. Um, you know, you're there, born and bred out of Finlay, and I've been up there. It is, it's like a town. It's bigger than my hometown. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a great place. Obviously, you're you're pretty. Um, I reckon when you come from the country, you get uh, you're pretty fond of where you grew up yeah. and where I grew up, Finley, which you've got family ties to, mm-hmm. um, for your family's age, which is which is unbelievable considering um, you know, our, our journey and how we met. But um, yeah, it's a town of about two thousand people, and I've got a um, I've got a lot of family in in the uh, in Finley in the area, so yep. um. I've got a lot of fond memories of of, um, of my childhood. Obviously, um, when you're a kid, you have um, you know you have, you have a lot of fun. I don't know. I suppose when you when you grow up as a kid, you got no no commitments. Um, there's no no pressure to do anything. Um, you have a lot of fun, and I was able to have a lot of fun. We got a lot of family around the Finley area, um, so we'd catch up uh, most weekends and, and do like paddock barbecues and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it was, um, it was a pretty idyllic, um, childhood, um, and one that, you know, I look back on with, with great memories. So, 
Uh, yeah, I'll look, I, I, and I'd love to get back to Finley um, more, um, but it's, I don't know, it's just, um, life's just got busier and yeah. um, I still love getting back. Like there's a lot of things that are, are still the same. Um, you know, when you go back, I, I'm generally there on weekends, um, you know, especially in season when you get that week off, um, you know, you go back and watch the footy. It's, it's, um, you see a lot of the same people and, Mm. Um, and it's really nice. So I would love to get back more, but yeah, life just get got busier. And like uh, like most people who grow up in a um, small country town and become successful, you've you've got the local pub in Finley. I don't. My dad does. Right. He's uh, he's a he's acquired it with um, with my uncle in the yeah. last uh, eighteen months. So the opportunity came up. It's it's quite funny how it's worked, but. He's uh, he's certainly not running it, but um, but he's got someone in there that knows a lot more about it than him. So uh, I've only had a few beers um, at the the country club in Finley, but yeah. uh, it's a great venue, and I'm not just saying that because um, I've got ties there, but it's 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 a really really good club. See, it's funny you say that, mate. I'm not paying you to be on here. It's you've donated your time, but what an amazing plug! So if you're ever in Finley, yeah. the local pub's the one to go. But uh, so you've moved Absolutely. to boarding school at uh, in year nine. So you would have been 13, uh, 13 14. Uh, boarding 14. school always always on the cards. And, and I knew you went to boarding school, so I shared a red bedroom with you. But did you absolutely love boarding school? Absolutely. Um, you know, I talk about my childhood and growing up in Finlay, but, um, you know, that, that time is, um, you know, is, is – uh, I equally enjoyed at boarding school. I, I went there not being a very uh, academic kid at school, so yep. I didn't know. I knew one kid at school, uh, sorry, two kids at school, uh, both in the boarding house, Will Burge and Ed Armit. Yep. And Will Burge suspended, sorry, uh, <laughs> asked to move on uh, and then left the school uh, a, a term in. Yep. So I was down to one, but I quickly made friends, um, and it was um, it was it was the best experience um, of my life, I reckon. Yeah, it was bloody good fun, and we we were we didn't do a lot of work, but we weren't naughty. I think we we found a good blend of enjoying school without. We got one mate who we probably um, brought down a little bit, Roy Reed, who's taken fifteen years <laughs> to, to finish doing medicine. We but did. apart from that, I think we were pretty well behaved. But we had a bloody good time, and we we didn't sneak out of the boarding house. We, we snuck back into the boarding house a lot of the time. We did. There was um, there was a lot of um, sneaking in and out, Zave, um, mm. in mm. our time in, in boarding school. But um, I, I disagree. I reckon we did a lot of work. It just may, it may not have always been <laughs> the schoolwork that we did. Um, I uh, oh, I mean, where where do we start? But we we spent a lot of time kicking the footy yep. um, together, obviously at training. But then in spare in spare times, up and down the corridors, which um, which obviously meant that our parents got um, mm. bills mm. Um, or extra bills on top of the ones that they were already paying for a few broken exit. Those exit signs and, uh, should never have been at the top of a door. Uh, I never, I could never understand it. Still don't. Oh, so. Mate. Um, yeah, it was um, it was it was very very good fun and um, and it's still something now um, you know now having kids and, and you're the same Zave about to be a father of two you you look back on and you you um, you're just so grateful I don't know if Mimi's that grateful but yeah, um, that's great so grateful of, of what your parents were able to do to get you there because yeah. it was um, yeah it was I, I just met some I met. Obviously, some lifelong friends learn a lot of things about myself. Got out of a comfort zone. Yeah, 
Um, and um, yeah, it was it was unbelievable. So yeah, very fortunate that mum and dad were able to do that for for me, and you know, and of course yourself as well. Now I do laugh. There was two subjects that I don't think were for you. Uh, you did Japanese early days, and was probably it was only lucky that the first eighteen coach was the Japanese teacher that you actually got anything right. But I, I still giggle at the time in year twelve. I think we we're doing four subjects, so I think everyone did five. We were at four. Yep. And you came back to the boarding house one day and you, you were determined and you thought, you said to me something like, Zave, the workload's too much. I'm going to drop design technology. Is that right? You dropped yeah. or woodwork or something. So you went down uh, to three subjects. Yeah. You're, on, you're on the right track. I, I had a crack. Um, I didn't do a three, four in year 11. Yeah. And then I had a crack at, at, at five subjects in year 12. Yeah. Uh, and I started with art, <laughs> dropped it. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't think art was <laughs> up your corridor. Went to accounting. I don't know why I went to art. I don't have a, a creative bone in my body. Uh, and then I went to accounting for three, two or three weeks yeah. until we got our first sack and I got an E. Uh, <laughs> and then making I a lot of like, sense. <laughs> I, was, I was advised that four subjects would probably be a bit more up my alley yeah. um, and something I might be able to handle a bit better. Yeah. Might just get these kids back. No, you're not, hey, mate. What? Hey, Belle, can you go back in your room, please, and watch your show? You take Mimi. You take Mimi. Belle, oh, oh, you got to take Mimi, though. All good. So, mate, uh, as, as we can hear, and it's, it's perfect timing because I've done a couple of podcasts and I've had a few messages, in all seriousness, from guys our age. So probably the people that would listen to me on the radio and footy are young people our yeah. age, young, young men who are having kids. And I often get hit up. For, for asking the guest what sort of parental advice or dad advice would they have for someone having a child? And um, that's a serious question. They do ask, what advice would you give uh, a first-time parent or a young, a young parent like us? Um, oh, look, I, I, I don't think um, you can really pre- prepare for how hard it's going to be um, and, and, and you're never going to uh, perfect things as a parent. So... I read books um, before we had um, Arabella, our first, who's now three. Yeah. Um, oh, re- oh, read, um, at would have loved an audio book yeah. <laughs> like we did at school. But, um, but uh, yeah, so I suppose, um, you know, you, you're going to make mistakes along the way in mm. life and, and being parents no different. So it's sort of just embracing that and working together, um, you know, with, with your partner or, or whatever your situation may be. Um, and, uh, and just enjoy it along the way. I, you know, we're still making mistakes. Um, you know, Mimi's not sleeping that well at night at the moment. We'll, we'll work that out, yeah. um, in due course. Um, Arabella's been spending the last three months. She wakes up at about one o'clock at night and comes and hops into Fearful. our bed. And I, I, I was always of the belief that I should put her back in bed, but at some stage she's going to resent me. Yeah. Um, I've got two daughters and, and they're both going to resent me and, um, particularly Arabella, I reckon she's going to have a bit of a wild streak about her when she's when she's sixteen. She's certainly not going to want to come and jump into bed with dad. So yeah. I'm making the most of that. But yeah, expect that there's going to be failures along the way and embrace it. But enjoy it and have fun. It's it's seriously, it, it is hard work as I mentioned before. But you know, I, I can't really picture life, um, you know, beforehand and, mm. and without the kids. I I um and, and just on that I. When we found out we, you know, we're going into lockdown, and um, and in some ways I was um, uh, a bit envious of my teammates who were a bit younger that didn't yeah. have kids and and probably not as many commitments. And 
in the end, it's been the best thing um, or the best timing because um, you can hear them running around and yeah. screaming in the background. But it's it's gave um, it's gave me a uh, what was it nine week opportunity mm. to spend time with them, and um, which I may not ever get again. Um, yeah, of course. So it's it's been great. Now you've uh, when you when you did get on the Zoom chat with me, I wasn't sure who I was speaking to. I'm hearing reports you're under 100 kilos. Is that the first time you've ever been under 100 kilos? I know I had a shower just before Zave because I oh shit I probably oh, my protocols is that you got to have a shower at the footy club, but I, I snuck out and uh, had one when I got home and jumped on the scales and I was 99.7. So Mate, there you go. Is it true you're 118 and, at any stage? Were you 118 or 116 when you when you're 18 nah, years old? No, nah, I was. I got to 113 when I was. Um, <laughs> what am I laughing at? I'm 113 now. <laughs> that, that was that was my first day at the Cattery. Something I'm not that proud of, but you know yeah. what? It's a great story um, of uh, um, you know, of me being able to turn around because um, mm. you know you can footy's a pretty cutthroat industry. You can be shown the door pretty quickly, so. I was lucky enough they saw something in me and kept me on. But, yeah, I was 113 kilos, Abe. So um, there was um, – it was probably um, – it's pretty simple when, when I look back and i got a stress fracture in, in my leg and yeah. it does make a bit of sense. You don't want to be carrying around 113 oh, mate. at it, six foot five when you're 18. It used to be fat and skinny, you and I, when we used to go to the Maccas and Subway. I was skinny and you were fat. No, the tables are turned. I've got, I've got half a dozen kilos on you at the moment, which is uh, a shame, mate. but – Mate, you're out of luck. They have turned. They have turns, though. Oh, they right. have, they have, mate, I've stopped standing on them. They're only going <laughs> north. But um, actually, funny, I'll tell you, I went for a ride yesterday on my bike. I'm trying to get on do a bit of riding. And as I was on the bike path. Lycra? Uh, Lycra? No, no. I tried Lycra early days, and it just wasn't great because I, so, I sat behind someone who was like my shape in Lycra, and he's fat ass. Yeah. He couldn't see the seat, mate. So no oh. lycra. But I was pedalling along and I found this old guy had fallen over on the bike path. So he was about yeah. mid-80s. Mid you know, had his wheelie, his little walker wheeler. Visually impaired sign. So I picked him up and sat with him for about 15 to 20 minutes. And then I, I walked home with him just to make sure he got home safely. His wife had just been moved into palliative care. Uh, World War II veteran. Oh, there you go. Hey, Belle. Anyway, he was a mad Geelong supporter. And at, at mid eighty, yeah. at mid eighty, all he wanted was for you to get some bloody help in your forward line. He was mid eighty, yeah, had worrying about his wife, but he was so passionate about you getting some help in the forward line at Geelong. Yeah, well, I, there's, um, you know, I've played with some great players, and I'm playing with a great yes. player. I think for the future at the moment, um, Asava. He's um, yes. He's a super talent, but he's he's young and he's raw, so he's got a bit to learn in footy, like we all do when we come into the system. So, um, we've uh, we've also recruited Josh Jenkins. So hopefully that's that's going to um, that's going to change. We've experimented a couple of times over the last few years, and and maybe hasn't worked. I would yeah, I, I would say that that um, there's certainly some a lot more depth in our forward line now. So. Um, and sometimes not necessarily um, we need to play with with mm. two tools and some weeks we're going to play with three tools. So it's always going to be, look a bit different. Hey, out of contract this year, I, I saw, I noticed that you spoke, uh, you're on the news over here in Perth and you made a comment and I'm sure it was a bit of like a tongue in cheek off the cuff comment about you're out of contract. And then sure enough, you would literally said something like, yeah. I don't know where I'll be or whatever. Yeah. Firstly, will you come to Perth? Yeah. 
Okay, cool. We can lock that down. But you are yeah. out of contract and you were saying you're 32, you're in COVID times where you're getting a pay cut and you're pl- trying yeah. to play full forward at 32. Mate, you'd be looking forward yeah. to – you've loved Geelong. I imagine that wouldn't be too much of an issue, yeah. getting, the, getting the extra years tacked on at uh, Geelong at the moment. Yeah, it's really interesting, Xavier. Right, I, you, it's very observant of you. I made the comment because, um, like, I, th- I think when I did it, we we're just starting to get back into it, and, mm. and who knows where we we're going to end up. And I think I was—I don't know if I'm half, half, glass half empty or glass half full sometimes. Yeah. But I, I took—I took the approach of um, I've got to be a bit realistic, and and you know, like. In, my girls might, if that's what happens, mm. the girls might not see me play again. So it made me yeah. think um, at that point in time a bit differently. But yeah. um, to set the record straight, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a million bucks. So <laughs> oh, when um, you, you Wellesie's put the- listening to this, yeah. um, I, um, I, I feel like I still feel, I love the game. Mm. Um, no doubt it's harder at 32 or 30, 31, 32 in next month. But um yeah, I still love the game, and and I'm I'm going to play for as as long as I can. I still think that I've certainly got it, um, you know, another year or two in me, yeah. um, and who knows beyond that? Um, the game might change, and it might become shorter, um, which may may suit me. It it, it may not as well, but um, yeah, look, I, I've been, and I and I also say that because I'm aware that I've had a lot of luck along my on my journey, and mm. and I, to get to 32. Um, you know, and if that was the end, well, well, so be it. I've had a wonderful career, but um, but uh, yeah, it's and, and the fact that you know the the times have brought a lot of uncertainty and unemployment yeah, to a lot of, of people. Course. So I didn't want to be out there um, demanding contracts in years. You across and- exactly, yeah. I thought I thought that was a bit selfish of me, so yep. I probably made the comments a bit. A bit more with that in mind, but yep. um, but to be clear, I do think I've still got two or three years left in me. All right, I'll tell West Coast to keep their powder dry. But uh, so <laughs> I want to ask a question. So your forward line at times, I know Danger goes down there. You got Ablett, yep. who I think could arguably be the greatest of all time, and you've got yourself, who's kicked yep. five hundred over five hundred and fifty goals. It's grand final yep. day. Scotty wants to get a bit of magic up front. Who gets the goal square out of you three? Oh, oh, Magic and, and Hawkins have never really <laughs> been uh, associated um, in the same sentence, Zave. So if you'd left Magic out there, I'd say myself. But, yep. um, oh, it's a hard one. Um, you know, Danger, we've seen Danger can um, be unbelievable. A little mm. bit wayward in front of goal. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's... <laughs> His ability, because he's so strong and powerful, uh, makes him so hard to play on. Like, you play a small on him, he's too strong. Mm. If you play big, he's too quick. But, oh, look, Magic, I think there's no better player than than Gary. Mm. Um, you know, that probably that I've played with. I know Stevie, Stevie Johnson was uh, – he was really, really skillful. But um, I think probably Gary's been – would be the more um, consistent over, like, the longer period of time. But yeah. – Stevie was freakish, but um, oh, I don't know. They're bloody hard to hard had to a good team. If, uh, I'll take Ablett at the moment out of Dangerfield and Hawkins. Yes, I'll okay. Take okay, what about we're playing poker in this COVID period? A little bit of poker online. We've never really played poker, but yeah. we started playing poker and Gaz joined us for two games. Yeah. Won twice. <laughs> then also said, keep your cash, boys, because obviously he's done really well out of footy and there's a lot of uni battlers, you know, the little unemployed battlers trying to knock Gary Ablett out. Keep your cash, boys. I was like, no, nah, mate. 
if I ever win this and knock you out, I want to see that bank transfer into my account from Gary Ablett Jr. <laughs> anyway, two from two and we've never seen him again. I know. He's been asking, so we might have to um, we might have to hook a game up, Dave. Um, but um, yeah, that was that was funny, wasn't it? I, oh. I one of our good mates, um, Will uh, Will Harris. Um, he went to thought, order. Thought I was uh, taking the piss, yeah. and uh, until I actually, because his name I think was uh, was Gazzaro for something as yeah. um, his uh, username, so. He still, I think he thought I was taking the piss all the way along and then sent through the bank details as Gary <laughs> Jr. So, um, that, so that was funny. But, um, yeah, there you go. He's, uh, he does love his pokers, um, Gaz. Yeah, I've never – and he actually changed the way people were playing. People were cowboys until they'd go head-to-head with Gaz and then just yeah. turn to water. He has that effect on the yep. footy field. I've manned up on him a couple of times and literally just said – Oh, well, how many? Do what you need to do yeah. to me. But, uh, <laughs> mate, footy, footy's been your sole focus. You do your farming and that sort of stuff. And on the outside, I suppose, as I said, you've played, you know, kicked over 500, played over 250. But you, at times you didn't have the absolute passion for footy. You had a little down patch there. Like, as much as we look yep. on the outside and think how great, you know, the life of a footballer would be and stuff, you had a period yeah. there for a little while where you, you lost your passion and, um, everything wasn't roses and what you see on, on the screen every Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, it's it's um, it's something that um, I don't think probably um, enough people because it's at, like any industry, um, but it's it's magnified the way that you play each week. Not only from the way that your your coaches review your game, but um, you know, but but you know, the way everyone else does. So certainly early days um, I battled form. I was in and out and sort of rode the success of my teammates, but then it became a time where I needed to um, have more of an impact on field um, than what I was previously having. And, um, you know, I, I struggled to find consistency. And I think that's that's the sort of player I've always wanted to be was consistent um, and still trying to find the best way to be consistent now too. So um, but you know, and then and then a few years later, I I got a bit of confidence, and and then my mum passed away, and yep. and that was really difficult um, upon reflection. I did, I I said I loved the, the game of footy, and but I didn't there for a couple of years, and I found it found it really challenging. Um, but you know that was you know that was just a, a battle that I had to go through personally. I, I don't I, I don't know if I would have done anything different. I may have taken a bit more time away from the yeah. game uh, initially when it happened, but um, but at the time you know you, your football is uh, you, like I haven't had my routine for the last nine weeks, and now you get back into it. It's it's, it's really good to immerse yourself into it sometimes yeah. and. At the time, mum passed away. I felt like the best thing to do was to go back and play. Maybe it wasn't the best call straight away, but I, uh, I live and I learn. But there's um, there's absolutely times that I haven't enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I don't – I still feel the day one of pre-season, like I've got <laughs> ne- more nervous as I've got older. Yeah. Um, you know, I was really, really in good shape going into this year's pre-season and – you know, I was shitting myself that, mm. that my skin folds would be high or something like that. So um, I suppose that's that's a, probably account to to uh, you know the drive that that I wanted to be to to be the best sort of player I can be. But um, yeah, it's it's a it's a funny, it's a unique industry. I'm glad I'm in it, but it um, it does certainly as much as it has it up its ups. I reckon you see more downs in footy than yeah. than um, than uh, than those ups. But so, they're bloody good when they come. You've 
you've been involved in a premiership and boy, they're good fun. Yeah, and it's funny you say that. It almost feeds itself. You, I had a patch for a couple of years, I suppose, where I was battling away a little bit with injuries and all sorts of things. And you step away from the footy club and then you feel like you, you need to be in the footy club because that's where your friends are and you can't yeah. really deal with what you're trying to deal with because you keep putting yourself into the footy club. It's almost yeah. like you need to, as you said, spend take some more time away completely so that when you do come back, you, you're sort of churning for it a little bit as opposed to yeah. being a robot and going, this is what I do, this is routine. But footy clubs, once you are have got the smile on your face, it's just so much joy to, to spend – yeah, and uh, from what I've spoken to, I know you've since um, day dot, and, and Joel Selwood's been a good friend of ours, and he simply says that you're the sort of guy who can relate to the 18-year-olds and to yeah. the 32-year-olds. You've got, you know, the rookies to the stars. It, it gives you the ability to um, blend in, but when you are battling and, and when you get out the other side, you realise how great it is that you can go for coffee, lunch, beer, whatever it is, with kids yeah. from all walks of life. It keeps you young, isn't it? You must love spending times with yeah. everyone, the rookies and lot. Yeah, I do. It's um, like that's a unique part of uh, the footy club environment. You come yeah. from all walks of life. Oh, I've just – Mimi's just walked out the door. I'm yeah, just going to go, go get go her. Go get her, mate. Oh, <laughs> go seconds. get her. Jesus. A few moments later. Sorry, mate. She was out um, – no, She was out – um, This would be good audio. She was getting up. She's getting that bull in. <laughs> She's getting – well, mate, so we'll get on to the bull. Is it true or false that uh, you actually know dick all about farming and you wait for your neighbour who also has a farm to make the first move when it comes to doing something at the right time and then once he's done something, you literally mimic exactly what your neighbour's done? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I – I um. Oh, look, I do a bit of time researching on the internet, but because yeah. Dad's still farming, I, I speak to Dad a lot about it. Mm. Um, so he he gives the best advice, but um, some oh well, gives me advice. Sometimes it's not the best advice. Yes, um, but it's uh, yeah. I, I've got also got a mate um, that lives actually about ten k's down the road. Yeah, uh, Jock Richmond, who's been almost like a little bit of a mentor. Yeah. Um, he t- helps me out, like, with uh, contractors and stuff. So, um, yeah, he's been really handy to, to know and have um, to uh, to be able to chat to about it because, um, yeah, look, I, I've, I don't, um, I don't um, pretend that I know everything about farming. I know a little bit, mm. um, but but not, not that much. And to be fair, it's not my... Um, it's not your job. <laughs> not my job either, and I and I'm not probably not going to go into just straight farming yeah, when okay. I finish footy. I don't know what what field it'll be, but um, but I I I, don't, I won't go into it. Um, I just don't think Dad'll let me go go back and run the farm. Yeah, um, okay. But um, but yeah, it's a bit of a hobby, and and that's the sort of luxury I suppose we've got in Geelong. Like yeah. we can you can live in town. Um, we're 20 minutes out of town, or you can go down the coast and. You know, we've we I've lived in Torquay. I've I only for a brief period in my first few years, but um, and then uh, lived in Geelong, and and now we're out of out of town. So yeah, um, yeah making the most of living in the in the Geelong region, mate. You've got uh, your place. You've got your main homestead, I suppose, and then you've got a couple of out houses that they called or dingers or whatever they are. 
Now, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm um, not. Yeah. But the only thing is, it's not. It's not a home. Homesteads are very grand well, down this uh, part of the world. Uh, it, it's we've just got a house and a couple of little shacks. Okay, a house and a couple of shacks that are uh, off the side. I've known Emerson School yeah. as well. Have you ever been kicked out to the outhouses? Is, have you ever been asked that maybe you might? Because I know if I had an outhouse, that's what I'd be sent to for most of my time. <laughs> have you? Have you? Ever, it's easy to be kicked out of the house when there's a second option, Tommy. Yeah. It is, Abe. I, I can actually honestly say uh, I've never slept out there. Right. Uh, I've slept in the spare room a few times. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but I, uh, I, she got into um, the, the uh, when we first moved out, she, we um, obviously had Bell inside mm. and a couple of bedrooms because we, when family came down, so we um, turned one of them into a, an office space. So, I sort of luck. Oh, I missed out there. I should have yeah. got on the front foot and turned it into uh, um, my man- room. Yes, uh, almost like a man cave type yep. thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I, I may have missed the boat there, but um, that's all right. I'll I'll think of something. You'll find you'll find another option, mate. I won't keep you keep you much longer because you've been bloody good with your time, especially while you're doing daddy Kate daycare. Um, you've had two, you've had two coaches and. And obviously, Scotty's um, been there for you since 2011. But you had obviously Bomber, Bomber Thompson to start with, and you—he he was really good to you um, from my conversations yep. with you throughout your your career. How, have you dealt with uh, Bomber since those days? Uh, he's obviously found himself in um, a bit of hot water uh, these days. Have you ever kept in contact, or is he sort of separate to the footy club at the moment? Yeah, he's pretty separate, to be honest, Dave. I don't have much contact with Bomber. Yep. Uh, sorry, I had hard, hardly any, I should say. But yep. when I do see him, um, whether it be reunions once a year or just uh, around mm. at, at football games, I always try and have a, a conversation with him if it if we can. I, as you said, he was he was really good um, for my career. Like mm. I was. Um, like probably most players that come in the system, you're a good player in the junior le- levels, and I was being being big and and you know strong and heavy. Like I, I was able to be um, like dominant um, yeah. at times, especially in schoolboy footy. Like it's it's a good level of footy, but mm. it's not you know it's not tack cup. So um, you know we we had our days um, where we we had some <laughs> days out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't the um, worst footy I've ever seen you but, play, Tommy. Yeah, but it was. Um, so then I've gone into the footy into the AFL system. I'm playing against men, and all mm. of a sudden it's a big step up. I walk in and think that you know I'm going to be able to translate. Yeah. Played a couple of games with Finley in the seniors, and I'm going to be able to translate <laughs> and slot straight in. But yeah. uh, it wasn't like that, and I had to learn a few hard lessons. And and a lot of people had in my uh, development um, because, um, you know, it was, it wasn't, it was lower level. Um, you know, you were so good and um, they would pat you on the back and mm. Bomber was probably a bit more honest uh, with his feedback than what I was used to. So, um, yep. you know, it's, it's, and that was, that was what the the players were like. It was the environment of the club where, where it was really honest feedback that you got, which mm. was, it's bloody hard at the start, but yep. um, I think it's it, it's certainly it's made me a better player. I reckon even just a bit better person um, as well. So um, so forever grateful of the impact that you know Bomber, the other senior, other you know assistant yeah. senior coaches, and and the playing group. Um, I think um, I'm forever grateful of them. In and in particular, I've I've went 
went to a Geelong when they were successful. I mean, yeah. um, I, I think, you know, arguably you could say Joel and I turned the place around, but, um, well, well, you but that's did. not the case. You, 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 put, you pulled Gaz and Scarlett and all yeah. those guys into line. It's, it's incredible they became the players they are. Um, yeah, well, yeah, your word's not mine. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, they uh, – yeah, so forever grateful for them, and and I've almost ridden the wave of success off the back of them. Yep. Um, I mean, 2011 was nice because I was able to have a bit of an uh, impact in the game. But uh, look, what I'd love to um, to win a premiership now and be able to share what that mm. grand final day experience is like for for our young guys. You know, for um, for oh, you, you get in trouble when you when you start naming um, players, but you know guys or Blitzarves and yeah. um, you know even guys like Path and and Quinton Narkle and, yeah. and Sav and um, you know have had oh there's heaps there's yeah. heaps of stories you know Zach Tui that's come from Carlton and Hendo and you know win one again with Joel and, mm. and Harry I don't don't want to be greedy we've been close to getting there yeah. but. Um, we haven't haven't quite got there in the last few years, so you know that's that's I enjoy what I do as I said before, but that's that's a real driving force behind um, you know why I walk into the club every day. Yeah, I oh, mark and resonate 100 with that. Having won a premiership in 08, just took it a little bit for granted. You did you thought yep. that you're going to yep. win? You're young, you got another 10 years, and yep. then losing 2015 to the Hawks, it was as sad a day of my life that. Yeah, yeah, you're probably pretty fortunate if that's the case. But you, you realise yeah. by that stage the opportunities are few and far between. If you don't grab them, then, then they'll pass so quickly. Mate, last couple. Um, Geelong this year, 17 games. You, you've lost Tim Kelly. You bring in Jack Stephen. Uh, expectations on the footy club? Yeah, look, um, I think you've got to go into every season thinking you're a chance or, or to win it, that is. Uh, or in my opinion, there's, you know, there's – there's no point playing. So mm. I, I still think that we, our best footy is good enough. I still think that we can win the flag at the end of the year. Um, there's a flag up for grabs, albeit it's going to be different in the way that the game's played and the season's structured and yep. everything. But um, I uh, I think if we can get – if we can play the right footy at the right time of year, um, I have no doubt our best footy is good enough. So um, we'll just wait and see. Um, yep. I think – at times we can lose sight of how hard the game is and yeah. and some days some days you're off and you know you might be prepared 100 100% everything's gone right during the week you've had a brilliant week on the track but you've got someone playing on you or yeah. you're playing against 22 other players yeah. that um you know that that might just either have a bit of luck or just just mm. perform better on the day so yeah, we just we just need to be consistent for long. I know that's pretty broad, but um, I still think we've got a great opportunity to do something special this year. So obviously, you mentioned we lose Tim, but we get yeah. Jack in. Jack's had a little bit of a um, bumpy start in his career down Slight at Geelong. Bumpy one, um, quite a bumpy one, but <laughs> um, you know what? I don't know Jack that that well. He, but what I do know is he's a he's a, he's a great person, mm. and he comes to training with a smile on his face and. And um, and uplifts everyone mm. with what he does. So you know, I'm I'm looking forward to playing with him. I've seen him play at another club and bloody well too. Have a lot of individual success. So yeah. I, I'd love to see him share a bit of team success. So it's um yeah, it's it's exciting. It's exciting. Mm. And it's funny you say that because I text you um, privately when Jack was uh, hurt, and not about what happened. I've, and you, I've, I've lost one of my children. Go again. chase. A few moments later. Oh no. 
They're all right. They're feeding the dog. And would you believe he doesn't need any more feeding? Mate, Oscar, he's the old pig. He's been around since 07, has he? Is he 12? Oh, um, no, he's, he's uh, been 2009. He was my Nine. good luck charm, 2009. Hey, uh, Just before finals, I, I was living with Simon Hogan. Yeah. And uh, and I bought a dog at the end of August. Mm. And Hogs was in and out of the team um, a bit. And or at, and we're at Hogs' place. And I sort of just got him out of the blue. <laughs> and um, oh, he whined and carried on. And oh, mate, he's your best he's mate. Nice Hoags, he's so. your best mate now, though, I'd say. But it's funny, you've led the way as, as our mateship group. You got a dog first, and then we followed suit. Yep. You got married first, followed suit. You've had children's first, so you've been a, a leader to our uh, little rat pack. But um, last one, mate, and it'd be interesting. And you're probably going to be careful what you say here. WA clubs or interstate clubs? Do you, do you picture it as a bit um, just shut up and play, or do you sort of see both sides a little bit in terms of being out of Geelong too? You, you've probably fed. You know, you don't you don't get what you want always having been to uh, forced away from your home ground a little bit. Do you think just uh, the West Coast, Sash, Adelaide, Brisbane, it's a national competition, it's in Victoria, the finals, just shut up and play? I think I, I, think I know where you're coming from here, um, Zoe, so mm. I'll, I'll, I'll have a crack at it. But I, I, I take my hat off to the, the interstate teams and, and what they're um, – in terms of travelling and playing, um, I know coming over – now, I may get this wrong with the times, but yeah. like you come over – Freo have come over a bit in the last few years and played that early Saturday game. Oh, yeah. And that, that, that would be an absolute nightmare. Mm. Um, so, yes, they get to play just as many games at home, but I do think it's really tough on them. Um, and that's why I get, I'm get i amazed at guys like, you know, like Sandy and, and uh, Dean Cox yeah. and – He's Josh Kennedy that have played for so long um, yeah. as for big guys. It's it's incredible. But what I what I would love to see um, is is the grand final be able to float for, from state to state. I, I think yeah. um, be like the Super Bowl. I love it. That, I love it that it's in Melbourne. Yeah. It's it, MCG is oh, it's it's the best stadium I've been to in the mm. world. It's just in terms of you know its history and and what it means, capacity and, and all that sort of stuff. Just, yeah, and capacity, but. Well, I just think like a, a, a town like Perth or Adelaide um, that are both footy mad, that love their footy, mm. um, what what a, an opportunity for a whole week to be able to host the grand final. And, and yes, it would look a bit different, um, but it'd be amazing for the town. Mm. And then you look at it on the other side for the growth opportunities you could get in, in Brisbane mm. um, and Sydney. You know, you, there might be – you might – cut your teeth a couple of times in Sydney a little bit, it mightn't go yeah. off as, as well, but I think it eventually will gra- gain momentum. And, I, I, yeah, I, I would love to see the grand final be able to um, to go from state to state. It might, Look, it might be every second or third year, mm. but, oh, I, I would, yeah, I, I would love – if I take myself away as a player, yep. like it would be unbelievable to travel to Adelaide or yeah. Perth and spend a week there and – I oh, imagine the injection into the economy too. Oh, mate, especially these days. It'll come over. Yeah, Victorians would all still come over, I reckon. Mate, I'd get you anyway. to Rotto. I'd get you to Rotto. We'd have a quokka photo. We'd do it all. But uh, I'll let you go, mate. Uh, thanks very much for joining me. You're a, a great player, great mate. And uh, as you probably hear during the podcast, a, a great dad as well. So um, thanks, mate. And uh, 
It's going to be an interesting season. Uh, as being from Hawthorne, I, I can't stand you, Mob, but uh, when you've got a couple yeah. of your best mates playing, it's, it's hard to go too far against you. But uh, wish you all the best, mate, and uh, I wouldn't be too upset to see you lift the trophy up at the end of the year. Good on you, Zave. Um, thanks for having me, mate. I've been really impressed. A couple of things. Um, you, you've only managed to get through one single fin. God, mate, I know. Incredible. I know. It's Incredible. Uh, I've got an online and poker what? tournament tonight. I don't want to file through too many early. <laughs> And the other thing I should have told you at the start, but you got the you got the races on in the background um, there as well. Um, you had a tip, and it ran third. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> good on you, mate. Good luck, and uh, we we'll look forward to catching up with you soon. Go on, your pal. All the best. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it.